What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I want to welcome you here. If you didn't know from the title of the podcast, Dig Straight Down, it is, of course, a Minecraft podcast. Uh, we talk about updates that are coming to the game, such as 1.21, but sometimes we also talk about our theories for future updates or maybe even our wish lists for future updates things that we would like to see come to the game that we all love and enjoy playing and uh, this episode is no different because uh, of course I'm going to be kicking things off here with the Q&A segment the Q&A segment is when I turn the spotlight on you guys the listeners um, and I like to feature your creativity and your thoughts and opinions about Minecraft and a few episodes ago, I asked you guys, uh, leather boots and golden armor have practical uses in the game. What practical use should chainmail armor have? Now, chainmail armor is a uh, type of armor that you cannot craft in Minecraft. It is an armor that you find as loot most of the time. Or, you know, sometimes it's worn by uh, hostile mobs and you kill them and they drop the chainmail armor. It comes in a helmet, a chest plate, leggings, and boots, so you can get a full set of chainmail armor. But chainmail armor is not um, better than... Um, I, I, I can't even remember where it is in the tier list of armor. I think it's just a little bit less good. Uh, I think it's somewhere between leather and iron armor. I think it's somewhere in that range. Um, but uh, the fact that you can't craft it um, makes it kind of pointless because it's not even like, um, oh, before you get your, um, before you get your iron armor, it's easier to go ahead and get your chainmail armor. So that's sort of the first thing you do. Um, instead of that, it's just sort of like you get chainmail armor and you're like, okay, I guess I could wear this as decoration, but it doesn't offer any practical benefit. So I wanted to see what you guys had to say and any ideas that y'all had on a practical use for chainmail armor. Little C says it could be cool if it made you run faster since in real life it would be lighter than solid iron armor. Now that's an interesting point too because of course it is lighter and more flexible than uh, solid iron armor. Um, I, th I do think one thing is that um, this should be kind of wrapped up in a larger change to sprinting speed in Minecraft. Maybe um, if the player just as a as a base level could run a little faster than they can right now, then when you put on leather or chainmail armor, you can still run that fast. But once you get into iron armor, gold armor, diamond and netherite armor, you actually run a little bit slower. Um, I feel like that would be the only way this would make sense, but I do like that idea. Coleman says chainmail 
could give plus one protection against projectiles per piece. Now, that's a good point, too, because historically, chainmail was really um, good for uh, stopping arrows. Um, arrows would not be able to puncture chainmail as easily as it would be able to puncture, you know, plate armor. Plate armor is rigid and stiff, and so a very forceful arrow could just punch a hole right through it, whereas chainmail is flexible and has a lot of um, uh, ways to catch arrows. And so the, the chainmail flexing with the arrow essentially keeps it from puncturing the person wearing the armor. Um, so that would be really good. I think giving, you know, a little bit of a protection against, uh, projectiles. Randomly duck says maybe a smaller cooldown time on some weapons because it's lighter and easier to move around in. Uh, again, an idea about it being lighter, um, this is really cool. Maybe if you're wearing chainmail, um, then uh, the, the yeah the cooldown is a little bit less than if you were wearing iron. Um, but again, I would wrap this up into a uh, bigger update towards the player, just on a base level. Maybe uh, if you're not wearing any armor at all, you have a lower cooldown on using your tools and weapons. Um, and when you wear leather and chainmail, you keep that cooldown. But once you get up into higher tiers of armor that are heavier, you actually get longer cooldown times. Uh, so that might be a better way to, to introduce that change. James says, in real life, it was often added under armor or clothing for extra protection. Maybe it can be added to armor to increase the armor rating, but add a slowness debuff. Very interesting idea here. Yes, because uh, chainmail was often worn, not not exclusively. There were a lot of people who went into ar into battle just wearing chainmail, but uh, chainmail was often worn under uh, uh, more you know rigid armor as an accessory. Um, to sort of give yourself an extra layer of protection. Again, because projectiles just punch right through plate armor, it would do so and then get tangled in the chainmail. So I like this idea a lot. Basically being able to, you know, put a full set of chainmail armor on and then adding armor on top of that of a different kind, even if it's leather or iron or gold, netherite, diamond, whatever. But being, being able to sort of layer your armor to get different effects, I think that that would be really, really good. And then uh, making you slow, I think that that's a, depending on how slow, I think that that would be a good trade-off for the extra protection that you are getting. Silas says chainmail should have a degree of projectile protection, since that's the main reason chain armor was invented. Uh, the small rings tangle up the arrows. Again, an idea of uh, chainmail really being very good against projectiles. And I think extending this beyond arrows and even into um, all projectiles would be good. Maybe it even protects you against uh, the wind charge and firework rockets and tridents and um, I don't know what else. Uh, just any of the projectiles in Minecraft, this could be specially used for those things. I like that idea a lot. Energy Turtle says it could be used as a secondary armor. It could improve the strength of regular armor. It could also be used for double enchanting. Now, that is a point that I hadn't considered. If you're wearing chainmail armor underneath regular armor, uh, maybe you've already enchanted the chainmail armor with uh, full protection. Uh, so if you add that onto or underneath 
armor that also has full protection, you're getting a double dose of full protection on uh, a single armor slot. That seems very, very powerful. So maybe chainmail armor would not be able to get such high um, enchantments, or maybe it has its own set of sort of auxiliary enchantments that you can put onto it, um, just to sort of complement the other more mainstream enchantments that you put on, uh, you know, your normal armor pieces. I think that addition alone would make chainmail armor worth seeking out, um, because uh, again, like, uh, even if you're not able to craft it, once you find it, you're like, hey, this is, you know, I can enchant this with a special enchantment um, that only chainmail armor can have, and that can be in addition to the enchantments that I've already got on my diamond armor. And you wear it at the same time, and they sort of stack together in a very nice way. I think that would be a really excellent way of making chainmail armor relevant to gameplay. And finally, we have he 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 ha, who says you should be able to take out arrows that hit you so you can put them in your inventory. Now, there's an idea for a chainmail armor only enchantment. If maybe it's called recycling or quiver or something where uh, you're wearing your chainmail armor, you get hit by projectiles, you get hit by arrows, they stick to you and then uh, maybe in like three seconds, uh, they disappear and reappear in your inventory as projectiles that you can use. I think that that would be an amazing um, chainmail armor only enchantment that then you could stack with your uh, diamond chest plate armor or whatever that has uh, protection and um, thorns or whatever your favorite enchantments are for your normal uh, armor pieces. So I like that idea a lot. These were great ideas, guys. Thank you so much for sending them to me. And uh, if you want your ideas and thoughts and opinions read out in an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify and interact with the Q&A post there. Or you can go to the Discord. I have a whole channel dedicated to the Q&A segment, and you can drop your ideas there. And I'll do my best to read out as many of those as I can in a future episode. Speaking of the Discord, the Discord link is in the description of this episode, so please go and join and check it out. There's a lot of fun things happening there. Um, there's a few, uh, you know, challenges and events that go on weekly on the Discord, some of which I talk about here on the show, but a few of them are Discord exclusive and even community run. So if you would like to take part in a, uh, you know, how I have the one block challenge that I do here on the episode on the, on the podcast every week, they are doing one item challenges and one mob challenges over there on the Discord that are Discord exclusive. So if you would like to take part in those things and join the community, please go to the Discord right now and do so. And speaking of the one block challenge, guys, yesterday was your deadline for this week's one block challenge to send your ideas in. But if you are too late, don't worry about that. You can go ahead and start working on next week's uh, challenge. The theme for next week's challenge is transparent. Um, so yeah, any block that has something to do with transparency, that would be interesting. So be thinking about that and send me your ideas for the uh, next week's one block challenge theme for transparent. Um, and send me your ideas by Wednesday next week. Uh, to have a chance to win and be shouted out in that Friday's episode. Tomorrow, I will talk about the winners of this week's One Block Challenge, so stay tuned for that. 
And with that being said, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. It is a Thursday episode, and what that means usually, and in this case, is that I will read emails from you guys the audience. The first one we have here is from Silver Vortex, and they write, I have a few good ideas for enchantments, so tell me what you think. I introduced the enchantment Frostburn. This new enchantment acts as a counter to the popular enchantment Fire aspect. You can apply Frostburn to swords, axes, armor, and even tridents. What does it do? Well, it gives whatever you hit, or whatever hits you, the freezing effect and mild slowness. There will even be a small detail, such as entities turning a light shade of blue when getting hit. That's not all. On a trident, when you throw it into the water, the water will freeze on contact, becoming ice, and apply it with channeling, and whatever you hit with the trident during a rainstorm will not only get hit with lightning, but will also get an effect called shivering, essentially giving the opponent a temporary frost walker for a bit of time with the downside of a special type of nausea. Instead of a woozy effect, it's a constant shaking on top with the player's breath becoming heavier. It And finally, its biggest weakness is fire-related weapons and tools such as flint and steel, fire charges, etc. And it's pretty rare to find. Again, what do you think? Well, I love the idea of an icy-related um, enchantment. A new one, anyway, because we do have Frost Walker, so we do have an ice-related enchantment. But again, we do have, like, two uh, fire-related enchantments that are offensive. I know we have fire protection, but we also have fire aspect for um, swords, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just swords, and we have flame for bows. It would be cool to have something more offensive um, for ice-related magic uh, for your weapons. And I like this one a lot uh, because of the uh, the frozen or the freezing uh, effect that you get when you um, are in powdered snow. I would like to see that be added into more parts of the game, and this would be a good way to do it. By using this enchantment on one of your enemies, giving them the freezing effect, maybe they take freezing damage, so it's almost like a poison or fire aspect in that way. Um, and also making them move a little bit slower is a great addition as well. So I like this idea. I really love the idea of applying this to a trident. And it basically becomes Frost Walker for a trident. You throw it at water and it turns it into ice blocks. That would be such a fun way to trap uh, other players and mobs in water by basically freezing the water around them so they can't move. That would be such a fun thing to play around with. So I really, really like this idea and definitely I see a place for it in the game. Uh, so maybe one day, I, I mean, it's not too far out of the realm of possibility that we would get a freezing or ice related enchantment for a weapon. So maybe one day we will see something like this. Uh, so I really hope so. Thank you so much, Silas, for this idea. Um, very good one. This next one comes from Whippy Ollie, and they write, My idea today is called the Guardian Statue. The Guardian Statue would look like a golem, but made of stone. You would activate the Guardian Statue with a redstone signal. When activated, the statues would come alive and begin attacking whoever activated it. That's my idea for today. Whippy Ollie was slain by a Guardian Statue. Now, this 
this is a very, very fun idea. Um, it reminds me of sort of like a mini warden that you could use in your base to sort of protect your base. Um, maybe even using this in mob farms. So what I'm imagining is that um, you walk into a room and you look around and you see, yeah, there's this deactivated um, golem, basically, this statue that's just kind of sitting there in a dormant state. And then if you were to activate it somehow by maybe accidentally tripping a tripwire um, or even activating it with a skulk sensor, perhaps, um, it comes to life and um, whoever tripped the activation becomes its target. Um, I do think that this could easily backfire um, on uh, the person who made it. Uh, if you weren't careful about how you activate it, then definitely you are probably going to get attacked. So, But this as a redstone component is such a cool idea. I think it goes beyond having a new golem and it goes into, this is a redstone mechanic. Um, you essentially have a mob that gets activated by redstone. And I know technically we have this with the other golems, um, but we don't have a way to control the behavior once this thing is activated. So if you know that once you activate this mob and it immediately tries to uh, determine the source of activation and become aggressive towards it, there could be a lot of fun things that could happen with that. Um, like I said, a lot of different mob farms could happen um, and, and, and this be a component of those mob farms uh, or traps or whatever. Um, but this would be really, really fun to see. And I like the idea of it being also a security measure for your base. That would be really fun to see. So thank you so much, Whippy Ollie, for this idea. And guys, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. So send me your questions, your comments, your ideas, anything that you want me to talk about about Minecraft, send it to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I have been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock. <laughs>